The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels in 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels podcast. Is up. It is your boy Johnny Mang. Today I'm joined as always with Dan Garcia. And I am also joined with Chris the Curator Johnson. And All to, right. yeah, and today we have a special edition of the All Angels Podcast. You ever wanted to be like Chris the Curator Johnson? You ever wanted to <laughs> pound the pavement and find those Diamonds in the Rough? Yeah, the diamonds in the rough. Well, today Chris the Curator Johnson is gonna show you or is gonna tell you. His tips on how to become a curator for yourself, a connoisseur of memorabilia. Uh, this last couple of months, and I will say months because we've been doing the All Angels or Angels Baseball Memorabilia or Angels Memorabilia Challenge on our Instagram. And a lot of people have reached out and say, hey, we're like, how do you guys find this stuff? And really, it's Chris posting the Swap Me Finds on our Instagram at Halo underscore Haven. And they've asked, how do you do it? And on our one of our recent podcasts, he gave you a few tips, but you know what? We decided that he deserves his own podcast, his own show. On I how. mean, we have to kind of give him his own podcast just so he keeps on showing up, right? So, Chris, is this a spinoff? This is this is exactly <laughs> this is hey, thanks guys for the opportunity for the spinoff. Cheers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Um, if you guys ever wanted to achieve Halo Swap Me Gold. This is a must listen. Truly, guys, I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. Um, Halo Haven started off with just posting a bunch of memorabilia, and this is how we got it. If you want to turn a dollar into, you know, like $100 worth of memorabilia, you want to grow your collection, well, listen to these tips. I Trust me. Hope to see you guys out at the swap meet. Uh, if you see me out there, say hi. I'm probably wearing some angel stuff, so thank you. No, it is. You're right, though, because all through our Instagram or even like some Twitter stuff, too, people ask, how did you find this or how do you find this and that? Because there are some pretty cool stuff that you come up with on, um, you know, I wouldn't say like a daily basis, but it definitely seems like it's weekly. How often do you think you find something that you have never seen before? Uh, I, I would say at least once a week I'm finding something that I don't have in my collection that's a little bit more rare. Um, anything from a Angels baseball bubble bath little figurine that was sold at Wrigley Field in 61. I found that at the Swami all the way to Game Use Bats, Darren Erstad, whoever it may be. It's out there. Um, how I got there is 
That's the mystery. You're like Indiana Jonesing it, like in in real life, and it's fun. Like it's a thrill. It's uh, some reinforcement, you know, the adrenaline and everything. And um, that's the challenge for me. And it, it, you know, knowing other people in the community, like such as like Tom Duino and all the, all those guys, and uh, it's a thrill. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you, like, what are the per- what's the percentage of like you know, sixty forty. 2080 of you doing it to add to your collection or doing it because you like it what are what what do you find more pleasure in adding to your collection or just on the hunt yeah what's what's the most exciting part of it for you because i feel like you got like dude like you find you find some stuff that i guess for me i'd put it blown away i'd put it like in like a military terms like i don't want to leave a man behind (laughs) when i see angel stuff i have a hard time leaving it behind like today i went to uh local um thrift store i know the guy he knows i'm into the baseball stuff i found two angel seat cushions but they're from like the 80s yeah. they look like 85 or yeah, something like that right yeah. i've seen them on ebay before they're probably like 50 dollar deal but they were they were selling them for 25 bucks i can't i'm not gonna put 25 bucks out for that yeah and i had to leave them behind out there but i tagged you guys and hopefully somebody else can add them to their collection i, I mean it's I a community yeah it's a community and and yeah that's the ultimate end game yeah. but i had to leave them out there and it hurt me but some of those cheap giveaways i don't care about that what, what's probably the most you spent on something you find like at a swap meet or thrift store to where like i have to have it. i don't care what it costs 30 bucks and what was that yeah uh, I think I paid thirty for that Darren Erstad that had a spelling error. It was his first year in the MLB. I sent you that picture. Oh, the the bat. That bat. I paid thirty yeah, I bucks for that, and that like pains me. I'm like, oh, but it paid off. Because, but thirty bucks? Yeah, but you got yeah, it's confirmation. A two, it's a two hundred fifty dollar bat. Yeah, exactly. I found uh, Austin Romine. Remember Austin Romine? Yeah. Found his rookie jersey at the swap meet. Um, it's crazy what you find out there. I'm still trying to find a wool or flannel jersey out there from like '61 Mc- early years. or whatever. Never found that. Yeah, like a McAuliffe, like yeah, a Tim McAuliffe. Yeah. Um, still haven't found that, but I'm sure I will. Um, so it's fun. You know, people know, or maybe you're new listening. We're based out of Riverside, California, down in Southern California. What are some of the swap meets you hit on a normal basis? Okay, Van Buren Tuesday. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Rubido. Rubido. Yeah, you know, you know what Rubido is about, right? So, um, fun fact, Riverside has two functional uh, drive-ins and drive-ins in the United States of America have disappeared. Uh, last last number I ever heard was there's about 100 active drive-ins in the US. Uh, I used to work at the Mission Inn Hotel in downtown Riverside, and I picked up somebody at the airport, and I said, hey, what are you coming into Riverside for? They said, I'm coming to the drive-in theater. He was taking his son for like this novelty experience, and I was blown away by that. But it's something that we need to treasure as River Cityans, um, but we have two active drive-ins, which means we have two swap meets. Yeah. So Van Buren, Rubido. The third factor is the Orange Show in San Bernardino. Is that still open right now? Yeah, it's still going on. It was. It's been disrupted by all these marijuana conventions. 
that have been taken over the, the the footprint. Weed. Yeah, I'm so mad at the weed right now because it used to be a burgeoning experience. And I found a lot of cool stuff out there. But those are the three that we're working with in the Inland Empire. Uh, you, you could throw in a Bel Air swap meet out, and then um, it's like a Rialto area. Yeah, Rialto. But, there's one in Rialto. Yeah, there's one yeah. in Montana. Thrift shops. Thrift shops. Estate sales. Don't forget the oh, estate sales. I've been sale. to estate sales with you before. Yeah. Come up on some angel stuff there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, thrift shops. Um, Goodwill occasionally. Yard sales. I've gotten a few. I got that uh, Logan Morrison game used at the yard. At that oh, yard I forgot sale. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you never know. With estate sales, how do you find out when they are? Is there? I'm on an email list, actually. So I get. Uh, I'm on the email list from uh, three estate sales. One of the best finds I've ever found was on a estate sale. It was like a. It was a honey hole. The hell's a, a honey, honey hole? A honey hole. What the hell's a honey hole? Let me tell you what a honey hole is. It's when you walk in and it's just like immersed with just nothing but angels memorabilia. I walked in. I was like blown away. I walked out of there with a bobblehead flat ceramic piece from the 61 season, Ooh. which I've never seen again on any means of any type of like pictures, internet. I end up uh, trading it, unfortunately. Um, but anyways, long story short, yeah, honey hole. Hey, fuck. I have no idea what that, I've never heard of honey, honey I, Honestly, I was like a honey, honey badger honey inside the honey hole. A honey hole sounds like something you would look up on a computer when you don't want anyone around. Oh, no. <laughs> nah. I didn't want anyone around that honey hole because ex- I went yeah, nuts exactly. on it. I went nuts on it. So, I don't know with... with one time we hung out and we were actually at an angel game. There was a Yale picture you picked up. I think was it a swallow meet or what? What was yeah. behind that? Yeah. So uh, Daniel and I were like at an angel game, and I had a I had a picture posted uh, or you know um, on eBay. And this picture I found at the Orange County or not Orange County. I'm sorry, at the San Bernardino Orange Show. Bought it for a dollar. It was a, it's what you call a cabinet picture, and it looked like two Yale players, uh, possibly playing baseball or football. Posted on eBay, didn't think too much about it. Somebody offered me a hundred bucks at the end of the Angel game. Um, it sold for like seven hundred bucks. Well, what I remember from it was too is that you know the dude offered you a hundred bucks and then you turned it down, and then all during the Angel game you're looking at the the bidding going on and it's at like 50 bucks or it's at like 55 so it never got to the 100 part the 100 dollar so you're thinking to yourself so you're telling me like oh I should have took it oh I should have you know took the 100 dollars so anyways you put your phone away for the last like four or five innings and next thing you know we're we're outside the big A after the game and next thing you, and you look at it and then it kind of blew up yeah that's what, I, what we call a bidding war and it was honestly like a bidding the war. last I, I can't remember what you said. Yeah, but it was like it last, jumped like, like four minutes. or five hundred in the last like minute. Yeah. yeah. How often does that happen? Yeah, that's, you, a, that's the beauty of eBay. I've been doing a lot of buy it nows, but um, yeah, <laughs> you never know the power of the bidding war. People want to assert muscle. They want that item. Um, it can come down to angels memorabilia too, right? Like you have like a Fergosi game use flannel on there. It could get some ridiculous price that it probably isn't worth it. But that like, person wants to win. Like uh right. like uh 
25 anniversary banner, for instance. Exactly. Right. I just oh. couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. I had to have it. Um, what What did you list a picture at? The original that picture. What did you list it at? What was the original listing price of the for Yale, Yale, Yale Ninety nine cents. Okay, so I and I don't do I don't sell on eBay. I do buy from time to time. Um, but for me, if someone if it was ninety nine cents and someone offered me a hundred, something's up, right? Like that gives you a well, dude. This dude's offered me a hundred dollars for yeah. this picture. Something's up. Right. I exactly. Mean, that's, that's why I didn't take it. It yeah. it sounds it sounds good, right? You're right. like dollar, hundred dollars, right. guaranteed money. Profit. Let's yeah. do it in the auction right now. Let's uh, give me my hundred. But then you know it's kind of yeah. like just let it just let if it play its course. hundred dollars. Right. That means it's probably worth something. More. Yeah. Something let it does. let it play its course. Right. How many times has that happened to you where you put something on there and you don't think it's going to get a lot of money? Then it's just. Maybe not as much as the Yale picture, but how much? But it surprises you how much it for it sells for. Uh, when it comes to auction stuff, like the Alan Trammell bat, and this is before he got into the hall. Um, Damn, we should have held on. Yeah, to it. that that was another one where somebody sent you a bid and like, oh, just in the auction, hundred bucks, and you're like, oh yeah, but um, that that thing went nuts too, yeah, like six hundred bucks. But I got. I got some uh, little paintings and stuff right now that we're gonna go crazy with, but but the beauty of all of this and the end game of all of this is to take money like selling Dodger stuff, baseball stuff, whatever it may be, and getting those funds to buy more angels. to buy more angel stuff. <laughs> that is the end game, my friends. We take a dollar. We make it a hundred dollars, then we buy an angel's banner right. that we would normally not pay a hundred dollars for. But and, now, and take it off eBay after ten. I, years. I reason and I tell my I tell my wife I paid a dollar for that. So taking a dollar, make it a hundred, buy stuff, angel stuff, investment, cheap plug. But in the process of doing all this, you might run into the Halo Grail, mate. Right. Halo Grail. Funny that you ask. <laughs> the Halo Grail is something that is, some would say, unattainable, but it, it's out there. And it's whatever you envision that Halo Grail is. It's that one thing that you're always striving for. Um, yeah, a short plug on a documentary coming out. Um, still working on it. But Damn COVID. It's, yeah. The Halo Grail is out there, and I can't tell you what the Halo Grail is. It could be the World Series trophy. It could be, you know, um, some forgotten piece of Angels memorabilia. It could be the shovel that, you know, broke ground on the stadium. But um, I'm always out there looking for that Halo Grail, just like Indiana Jones on the third episode, I think, with his father. Looking for that Grail. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So a lot of people ask you for tips about what to do when you go to these swap meets or estate sales. So we're going to get to that. That's going to be the second segment of this special curator uh, All Angels podcast. So we'll be right back after this break. Hijo de su chingada madre. Ay, wey. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs 
This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0 and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their life. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself, and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. And we are back with the special edition of the curator's chronicle slash tips on Angel's memorabilia. And, and and going to swap meets, estate sales, you name it, Chris has been there yeah. probably twice at right. least. So, Chris, if you had to think about some tips, you know, what kind of tips do you think the average Angel fan that wants to get this memorabilia needs? 
Uh, tips, you you just gotta go, man. Like people will say, "Hey, oh my gosh, I live right down the street. I always thought about going." Um, I grew up in Riverside. I never went to these swap meets, so then I started going. And I just want to tell you, it's out there, and how it gets there—that's the story I want to capture. Right? Like, how did that bat get to the swap meet? Um, it was obviously given to somebody, you know, like after a game, some young kid was given that Brian Downing bat. Yeah, but how, why does this kid get rid of and it? And then that or, kid, you know, you know, was hard up and they had a storage right, unit. Or it got and that storage unit got, you know, sold yeah. or whatever. Um, trying to tell a story is um, the part that I identify with and the part that I like. Um, but, yeah. So just going is one thing. But – Here's the thing. How many times around that thing do you go? Like, how many times down that same aisle? How many times do you walk up and down that same aisle? Uh, I go at least four times. See, there yeah. you go. Even, even if I thought I saw it all, the you know, you know, like the additional times that you go up and down, you, you'd be amazed what you see. Because um, someone looks Hey, they roll, they roll up, they park, they put out some stuff, yeah. but then they put out more stuff. Right. As you go around and do another loop, so there's new fresh inventory. Or there's, like I said, <laughs> some, or somebody's moving stuff from the box that maybe you didn't get to, or, oh, that's up on top. Yeah, and then you're taking in so much. Yeah. There's so much sensory overload that you're trying to capture it all. Mm-hmm. You Like I told you, um, you're going to listen on this uh, episode. You, you got to, you know, you got to identify colors here. And when you see that red... And you know what that red is if you're an Angel fan. Yeah. I don't know if I would call it crimson, but I would say you know the Angel's red when you see that Angel's red. So when I come jogging like full speed towards a, a rack, I, I, I'm pretty confident that it's 50-50. It's going to be Angel's jersey. It's going to be something. And it might be some generic piece, but okay. you never well, know. Okay, so here's my other question. It's going to lead into a tip, hopefully. Um how important is it to like have a poker face when you go to if you see yeah something? negotiation yeah you don't you don't want to geek out yeah tip number what five I mean tip whatever don't geek out <laughs> yeah poker face it you just go uh, yeah yeah big time, uh, big time. Yeah. yeah like um one of the times I I didn't want to geek out was I saw a California Angels locker room seat. Oh yeah, just out there, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! I ran full speed. I geeked out. Um, like, how much is that? Seven dollars. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then, typically, if it's heavy, you don't want to carry that around the swap meet, so you leave it there. But then I'm like, no, I gotta secure this thing. Yeah, right. So seven bucks. I'm like, oh. And then you don't want them to change their mind because there might be somebody that comes around, like John might come around, and then he's like, I'll give you fifty bucks, and then they they they'll take it, right? So you gotta secure it. So take that take that chair, throw it in your freaking car, and you're good. So, yeah, don't geek out. Poker face. You, you uh, knock it down. You're like, oh, yeah, look at that bobblehead. has a chip. It paints. Yeah. No box. Do you have the box? Yeah. No box? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diamond does yeah. Oh, on eBay, that's going for 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to knock it down. Right. Knock it down. Quick story I have about something something similar. I went to the swamp. I actually was Rubido one day. I had a day off. So I go, and there's this lady that's selling a bunch of shirts. So then I see a bunch of those, I don't know if you guys remember those caricature 
um, big head sports shirts. Like when a team would win a championship, they'd have these characters with big heads. And uh, so they had a bunch of them. They had like Bra- the Braves. They had, you know, they had a few other ones. And I spot a Lakers one. And the thing with this Lakers one is it was a 1989 Lakers three-peat championship shirt, caricature, caricature shirt that said three-peat with Pat Riley on it. Uh, Angels or The Lakers did not three-peat that year. Uh, it was actually the shirt that they made just in case they did three-peat. They oh, went, the shirts that everyone yeah, always wonders, it, what happened yeah, the if the other Africa, team won? The yeah. ones that make the little African kid dance in that meme? Yeah, <laughs> that's what this was. It was a three-peat Lakers uh, uh, shirt that obviously they got sent away and they donated to you know underprivileged children in Africa Mexico stuff like that and um, man I, I had I was like dude I've seen the, this shirt online for like 200 bucks on eBay and I go holy crap so I you know nonchalantly walked up and I said uh, how much are those shirts right there how much is that one not not the not the Laker one how much is that Braves one there oh three dollars all right what about that? Uh, what about that uh, Dallas Cowboys one right there? Oh, that one's two dollars. What about the one on the ground over that Laker one that's thrown over there on the ground? Oh, there's a Laker one. Yeah, it's thrown right there. Look, I just picked it up. Oh, that one's two dollars. Uh, and then I, I don't know. And she's like, I'll give it to you for a dollar, and I took it. So I still have it. And I should actually should put it on eBay because I've seen it. On eBay. Uh, yeah, but say if you spend a dollar on it, I but, mean. Even yeah. if you get like three dollars on it, all right, cool. I got but some I, kind of investment. I would have paid three or four dollars for it right away, you know. But I, I was pretty proud of myself in that moment. Yeah, beat them down. Yeah. Tip number six: beat them down. <laughs> Chris is Chris has all of these tips and all that stuff. So pretty much tell them that their product is crap. Yeah. Uh, funny story. So I was at the um, antique shop today. I sent you uh, pictures of the seat cushions. seat cushions, but I also bought a. Charles Finley, uh, if you remember him, he was the eccentric owner of the Oakland A's who also propositioned that we should use a ball that's like bright orange um, so that we wouldn't have night games, but we could still see the ball. Um, Didn't think too much of it. Saw the ball. um, Played dumb. Played dumb. Tip number eight played dumb and i'm like i don't know it's just kind of cool it's different blah 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 so um picked that ball up and um i forgot what's going here what's they saying you told them the ball was crap or yeah oh beat him down yeah beat him down. down okay um so the guy pulls out a vince goalie ball from behind the counter he's like, oh this just kind of came into my possession but the ball here's a here we're gonna do a whole nother segment on this um, how to get a clean autograph, how to get a clean autograph. People think that every autograph is golden. If you get a Mike Trout autograph on a little league ball, forget about it. Get it out of here. If it's on a Sharpie, I was about to say Sharpie, get out of here. The biggest one, right? I'm a purist. Ballpoint pen. I'm an elitist. Do get, get that out of here. Chris so, is so bougie. It makes me mad. So, Ball is on a photo ball. If you know what a photo yeah, ball is, yeah. made by the company photo ball. Plastic. Little commemorative plastic. Rubber. Whatever. You got a ball up here. Does, but right it, now, doesn't that, like, Jared Weaver, it's oh, going yeah. to fade. It's going to fade. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna fade oh, yeah. Right? Sharpie like on a photo ball. Little China ball. It's going to fade. Yeah. Ball was not on the sweet spot. It was on the cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac's like the horseshoe, right? Right. right? It's Vin Scully. So 
I tried to, like, you know, ease the guy. I'm like, you know, I'm not saying it's not worth anything. I'm just saying it's not worth what it should be. Right. And, um, yeah, we'll do a segment on that, like how you should capture an autograph. Go with it. Go with it. We right? got segments. Go preach. With- preach, brother. Um, yeah. So it was it was sad. He wanted to charge 150 oh. I think that was high. It was on a definitely, photo ball. Definitely. Dodgers 50th anniversary. Um, Sharpie, not on the sweet spot. It's Vin Scully, pretty broad appeal, right? I'd get a Vin Scully ball as an Angel fan. I mean, you fan. can respect that. I mean, yeah, Scully, I respect yeah. that. Oh, crazy baseball history. So I respected that. I didn't say it was worth nothing, but yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is, you know, bust them down. But but also be knowledgeable of what you're purchasing. You yeah, gotta, I you told can't, him. You can't buy into the, oh, it's Vin Scully, it's on a ball. Yeah, you, you know, Vin Scully, what... like autographs a nacho helmet at right. the stadium like yeah it's vin scully but it's on the wrong item yeah it's on the wrong item right right no absolutely what's the most random autograph you have on a certain item is it are they all like uh, baseball well or? it was actually this week um you saw that was it clutch oh yeah scooper yeah, clutch yeah, darren erstad and yeah mike they darren erstad and mike social autograph on a worn up a little clutch if you remember him as the mascot, mascot. of the angels During the johnny's favorite yeah. time of the angels the pinstripe years mm. yeah so so like cool cool autographs right mike Sosha, darren erstad halo great on a on a clutch or scoop or i don't even know who he was on on a like a like a like a right. stuffed animal right What's no the, good. No what's good. the oddest uh, piece of memorabilia that you have? Like, just okay. That's random. Like, I think, I'll tell you mine. It's right there, right behind you. It's that broken off piece of Rene Gonzalez's baseball bat. That's not even random though, because the broken bat. Makes but it's sense. just a little piece of it. Though. Yeah, it makes sense. It's baseball. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just what's your most random like, like baseball some random like. Like like Chris's thing, the stuffed animal. Like that's random. Right. A yeah, broken bat. It's kind of weird. They made a lot of stuffed animals, a lot of bears, koalas. Um, well, that's kind of weird. Random. Random. I think I mentioned it earlier is this bubble bath. It looks like a player. I it's remember. from LA Angels. I remember. It's part of their program catalog. Yeah. I remember. But it was a. It, it looked. It was bubble bath, but it looked like a like a player. Um. Like an albino player, and it has like a cap on top that's like the lid. That's from '61. It's from like old Wrigley. Um, that's kind of weird. Did they did they sold it at the stadium or was yeah it they, they sold, sold it, it at the stadium? Because uh, I remember like seeing like uh, like on the Avon catalog like oh bubble bath like baseball bubble bath but with your favorite. No, this is this is at the stadium. You rolled home with some bubble bath. Wow. Right, so that's, you yeah, that's you wash random. yourself before yeah, your little league random, game, random. and you feel good about yourself. Like well, you're, you're gonna after the little league game, you're gonna go four for four. Right, um, that's weird. I, I got never th- went four for four. I know. I, I still I still have it. Um, anyways, um, another weird thing is uh, it looks like a baseball head. It's got like a baseball head, a little figurine. I posted them a few times. That dude's weird. Early eighties. Yeah, so they just felt like if you threw baseball in anything, right. like the commercialism is just going to take off. I think you have one of these. Remember the uh, boxer? Oh, I don't have them. You don't have I know that. what you're talking about, though. I used to have I had a Dodger of, one. I don't know where. I resold it. I don't know where. 
I don't know where my boxer is, but I had like two different. The boxer. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Little puppet boxer. Yeah, you go. Yeah, like yeah. The little and boxing nun. Uh -huh. Yeah, of course. Weird because why isn't little angel You want to fight. Yeah. You got to fight. I guess. Got, got. Beans. But you do cups. I know. Right. So, okay. Cool. Anyways. No. Wow. I, that's, I mean, Chris probably has stories for days. Oh, no doubt. I mean, He's a curator. What? When did you really start hitting um, swap meets? Like, when did you really start making that a thing? Uh, 2010. I felt like it's always been in my blood since a little kid. I collected everything. Right. I used to display stuff. It's kind of funny that Johnny pinned my you know, nickname as the curator. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like it sums up my life. Like I used to have like displays of like baseball stuff. Yeah, me too. It wasn't just angels. It was like everything. No, mine was the same. I recreated Wrigley Field behind my bed when I was a kid with like fake ivy I bought from like Marshalls or not Marshalls, Michaels. Okay. Right? Like just, it was just crazy stuff. I used to like display stuff and all that. So you were the kid that was getting A pluses on dioramas, right? Dude, diorama killing the game. Martin Luther King diorama. Um, uh, the display you had with like the th the threefold poster board or oh, whatever. Oh man, dude, killing the game, A plus across the board. So it's always been within me, um, and I have a hard time just like being a basic fan and basic collector. I want to do things full speed, and that's what we're doing here. So yeah, it just seems like you are way ahead of the game when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, I think this is an episode that a lot of fans will enjoy just because they want to know how to get this stuff because obviously they see the posts and all that stuff on Halo Haven, Halo underscore Haven on Twitter and Instagram just for if you're not already subscribing or uh, following, make sure you do that. Yeah. Uh, and again, a lot of people probably think like, oh, you know, like it's it's not easy because obviously Chris puts in the work and does a lot of like walking up and down and all this stuff, but also it's not as hard as you think it is either i think there's just you just gotta want to do it right i mean bottom line is you gotta know what you're looking for because you mentioned it you have to have the eye you have to have you gotta know what you're kind of looking for and secondly you have to want to be there yeah i think the biggest misconception is that you're gonna walk up and you're gonna Fine. see a angels Displayed. angels um committed booth like it's just pure angels yeah like no way you gotta dig to the bottom of boxes you're gonna like go through some nasty stuff. Find landmarks. Right? <laughs> you know, like, like uh, it's not just like all set up. There was one time where I walked up and it was just pure angels. I think I posted a picture. It was just like like, like 400 pieces of angel stuff, whatever it may be. It's not like that. You you got to you gotta look for it, you know? You got to dig to the bottom of the barrel. So. Right. Sweet. All right. Well, I think that's enough for this podcast. I think we got enough uh, – tips for now um if you guys have any more questions or comments or whatever about you know wanting to find things or you have certain questions about memorabilia go ahead and hit us up at all angels podcast at gmail.com that's all angels podcast at gmail.com or do what a lot of people have done is DM hit us, us up on the dm at halo underscore haven if you don't follow us on the twitter or on instagram it's halo underscore haven because you know chris will continuously post stuff on Halo Haven, what he finds at the swap meet. And I think it's a really cool thing to see. And yeah, like there's a lot of people that ask, how did you find that? Or where did you find that? Or how do I find that? So obviously, yeah, hit us up at Halo underscore Haven on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, follow us there. 
subscribe to the podcast. I mean, we are, you know, always here to, to, to listen to uh, fans' feedback, but I think this is a really good uh, curator's chronicle ish type special of edition special edition that yeah. um answers a lot of questions i think people have yeah for sure and uh, again like i said hit us up on all interest podcast at gmail.com or halo underscore haven on pretty much all the social media platforms so i think that's gonna wrap it up for us here um again give us a follow if you don't follow us subscribe on itunes google spotify if you're on ios give us that five-star review let us know how we're doing. Spread five the word. star only. Five star only. But anyway, that's going to do it for me. I am Johnny Mags. I am Dan Garcia. And he's Chris the Curator Johnson. And you've listened to the special edition of Curator's Chronicles Tips on Memorabilia Honey. Have a good one. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.